Welcome to Amazing Minds Lab podcast. I am your host, Kali Alfaro, psychologist, author, and hypnotherapist. This is a podcast where we are going to look at creating the most amazing mindset for your wellness and success. We are going to look at understanding your mind, releasing negativity, fears, limitations, and allowing you to shine. I'm going to mix psychology with neuroscience, a little bit of spirituality, and a touch of cheeky to allow you to feel amazing. So buckle up and listen up. I am so happy that you are here. Hello, hello. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another juicy episode. Today, I actually had this incredible conversation with someone um, and I decided that that was going to be today's topic for our podcast. And the topic is how to be genuine and honor yourself in a world where we are so pressured to do things that are societally imposed, family pressures, relationship pressures, pressures from our belief systems. Um, it's, it's a massive topic and everyone that I work with has something to say or an issue to tackle around this dilemma of being genuine with yourself. And oftentimes, and I'm just going to dive right in today, oftentimes we mix up the concept of self-care with being selfish. And it's, I, I bring it back to the, the idea, the principle behind if you're in an aeroplane and the cabin pressure drops and the oxygen mask will drop, the reason why you need to put your oxygen mask on first is because if you pass out, you're no use to anyone. You can't help anyone. So by putting your oxygen mask first and looking after yourself first, you're actually in a better position to help others. And this is so incredibly significant when we're talking about self-care and self-care is directly linked to honoring yourself. So a lot of people might think, oh, I can't take time out to go to the gym or I can't do this activity because I'm taking time away from my family or I'm taking time away from my work or I need to do X, Y, Z. People are always full of excuses. And that's not to blame. It's just, you know, it's part of human nature and the psychology of who we are as humans. So I want you to think about the fact that when you do things that make you feel good, like going to the gym, going for a run, having a meditation, going to the art class, taking time out to maybe go for a walk down the road to a park, spending some time with your pets all of these things that are nourishing and healthy for you, when you do that, you feel more topped up. You feel more capable to then go back to your work, to your family, to your relationships and actually be present. And that is incredibly valuable. That is more valuable than just soldiering on, being there for everyone all of the time, trying to save and solve everyone's problems and at the end of the day, you're exhausted and that is not sustainable. And after a long period of time, you're going to burn out. And when you burn out, unfortunately, the time it takes you to bounce back up 
and get back to that fully functional capacity is actually very damaging for you in the long term, short term and long term. So finding a way of creating a really beautifully balanced day is key. The more balanced you are, the more self-care that you are able to incorporate into your day, the more efficient you're actually going to be at work because you're going to be feeling better about yourself. The more self-centered in, in, and self-grounded in, in a beautiful way, not in an egotistical way, you're going to feel more satisfied with who you are, with what you've achieved. And from that space, you are going to be able to meet other people from a place of openness and giving rather than from exhausted place of neediness or from a fear-based place where you need to solve and save someone. So the energy with which you present yourself is completely different. So I really want you to think about how can you honor yourself? How can you rewrite the narrative. Everyone has a narrative in their mind and someone might have a narrative of, I feel guilty that I have to do X, Y, Z, right? I can't be away from the kids. I can't be away from my partner. I can't not look after or make homemade meals for my family every single day. And maybe the narrative can begin to change to a narrative of, hey, what if I invest this hour a day, and it might be a lot for some people listening, but, you know, start small, maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes, and, you know, ultimately an hour a day. What if I invest this hour a day in myself so that I can feel really good, I can feel strong in my body, calm in my mind, and full in my heart, so that this can allow me to show up to all of the things that are important to me, to my job, to my family, to my friends, to myself, in a way that feels so much more grounded. And this is a really beautiful practice. I want you to start thinking, what limiting beliefs do you have around self-care? What limiting beliefs do you have around fulfilling your own needs? And this is not in a selfish way. This is in a way so that you can be more emotionally resilient, so that you can self-soothe better, so that you can exercise, meditate, be creative, spend some time in solitude, allow thoughts, ideas to rise to the surface in this time and space. Think about what is limiting you? What emotions, feelings, and sensations do you get when you think about taking that time out? And write them down. Make a list of all of the thought patterns. I shouldn't be doing this. I feel guilty when I'm away from my family. My tummy goes tight when I think about not being at work, you know, half an hour before I'm supposed to be there. Whatever it is, write it down. And then I want you to think about, imagine if you took that time out and you felt more refreshed in your cognitive capacities. You felt more satisfied in your ability to self-soothe. You felt more grounded. You felt stronger in your body. Who would benefit from that? 
I want you to write that down. What kind of thoughts can you begin to activate so that you can encourage yourself to do that more often? And thinking about, I feel amazing when I'm going to the gym, when I'm going for a run, when I'm painting, I'm energizing my soul, I'm energizing my body, and then I feel so much more ready to tackle the day. I'm feeling more capable to dealing with problems. This will activate a greater sense of self-awareness. This will activate a greater sense of self-care, sense of self-love. And when you're in that space, when you feel more nourished, more capable, you will be able to actually be more efficient at whatever it is that you're doing at work or in a task or in study. You will actually be able to be more present for the people that you love. So the beautiful thing about this is that taking good care of yourself benefits everyone and everything that you do. So I hear a lot of busy people saying to me, Kali, I don't have time to meditate. I've got all of these deadlines. I don't have time to exercise. And my challenge to you is make time because when you do, your ability to be more present and efficient will significantly increase. It is a fact that if you push yourself too hard and you're always giving, you're always sort of burning the candle at both ends and you are tired and you're exhausted and you're overwhelmed, your productivity and your efficiency will drop significantly. If you take more shorter breaks, if you take time out to do some deep breathing, if you can spend a little bit of time in the sunshine, if you lie down and allow your body just to relax for five minutes, that reboot is so significant for your central nervous system. It's so incredibly impactful for your cognitive abilities. And just for that ability to just stop and actually just recharge, your ability to do whatever it is that you do will increase so much that you will actually gain time. So I challenge you to change the narrative around your self-care. I challenge you and encourage you to think about what can you do? What can you let go of from the past that is holding you back, that is limiting your ability to be fully present right here, right now? Write it down. I want you to figure how your body feels when you get in touch with these feelings. I want you to understand what is the way that you feel most comfortable self-soothing. You might want to find a tree to sit under. You might want to journal. You might want to put some rock music on and dance it out. Find something that suits you, something that you love, something that is a little bit challenging and start doing it, doing it with the intention of I'm investing in myself so that my day can be even more amazing than the day before so that everyone that I see in that day, so that everything that I do is even more powerful. And when you begin to activate your ability to do this, you are honoring yourself in a much more powerful way. You're listening to your body. And I want all of you to put your hands on your heart and thank your heart right now. How many times a day do we do this? Do we ever do this? Stop and actually thank our bodies. Honor ourselves for having creative thinking, for being open-minded, for taking time out, for going on this journey of self-discovery. 
Honor yourself for doing that, for not being completely brainwashed and hypnotized by all of these belief systems, all of these fears, and all of these limitations that we get conditioned to think and believe that this is our life. I want you to challenge those limitations. When you begin to do that, you begin to get to know yourself so much better. And when that happens, beautiful things happen because you stop doing things out of obligation. You start doing things because they fill you with a beautiful sense of purpose, because you feel nourished and beautiful things begin to unfold when you do this. Life begins to flow more easily. You begin to feel more at peace with yourself. You become more aware of who you are, what you stand for, what you're saying. You become more aware of your thoughts. You become more aware of your limitations. And when you begin to do this, you begin to live a life with a greater level of consciousness, more awareness and consciousness on all levels. And when you do that, you have so much more control. You have this beautiful ripple effect when you start to show up to life, genuinely doing. And I know that life is not all beautiful and, you know, we don't all get to meditate and go to the ocean. And I know that I harp on a lot about that, but we can find little moments Create little moments during your day that are nourishing, that are fulfilling, that inspire you. Find your favorite writer or poet or musician and find a a line of poetry, a lyric that inspires you and really think about why does that inspire you and check in with yourself. If I observe myself, am I actually living according to my values? Am I actually showing up to places, people, and things with an open heart? The more genuine that you can be with yourself, the more fulfilling your life will be. And one of the greatest things that I see as a psychologist is that people feel empty. People feel lost. And this is heartbreaking. They feel that there is no purpose. You might have the house, the body, the status, the bank account, and people are empty. So I implore you to go inwards and think about what it is that you can do to let go of things that are dragging you down, things that are holding you back, and find a way of being more genuine with yourself. I can guarantee you that you will have a greater sense of purpose, a greater sense of self-love. You're going to show up to the world with more confidence. And when people show up in this way, most people are so asleep and sort of numbed out by life's pressures and stresses and fears that when you show up in that way, people notice. People genuinely notice. They might say, what are you doing? You're like so bubbly or you're energized or you're happy. Or people might start to do these beautiful acts of gratitude towards you that you do. Something beautiful happened today to me um, because I shared this incredible story with someone else, with another colleague. And I got this beautiful gesture of gratitude that um, was done in a really gentle way. And so when we share, when we open up and when we're genuine, There's this energy that inspires people. People can pick that energy up. And the more genuine we are in this life, the more we can actually connect with each other. And that's really, really beautiful. 
Think about the things that you genuinely value. Think about how you can actually nourish all of the things in life that you value. How can you expand your mind so that you're not limited by belief systems or structures or socially imposed rules and norms that you don't actually agree with? Um, And I'm not saying go out there and, you know, discard everything that is out there in terms of rules and norms. I'm saying figure out what resonates with you and figure out why. So a lot of people want to find out what their life purpose is, and yet they can't define what happiness is. I ask people, well, what does that look like? They say to me, I just want to be happy. What does that mean? So many people have no idea. So figure it out. What makes you happy doesn't necessarily mean that it's the thing that makes everyone else happy. I'm at my happiest when I'm in the ocean and it's freezing cold. That's not everyone's cup of tea, right? So figure out what rocks your boat, what makes your heart sing, and what makes your soul feel amazing and start doing those things. Everyone around you will benefit. And let's think about this as we are these radio transmitters. We are these beacons of light. What energy do you want to vibe on? Figure out everything that's limiting you and rewrite the narrative. Write a story that is unlimited. Write a story that is energizing. What would your reality look like? What would your day look like? And start to daydream about it when you're out running, when you're meditating. Visualize it, feel it, see it. How would you embody this? And really start to create that as your internal narrative. Surely but slowly, your brain will begin to show you This is sort of like, I've talked about this example before, but this is sort of like, okay, you're in the market for, I don't know, a red Jeep, right? And suddenly you start to see all of these red Jeeps out on the street. It doesn't mean that suddenly there's more red Jeeps out there on the street. All it means is that you have given your brain a command, look for red Jeeps. And now you're picking up all of these red Jeeps in your perception, right? So Think about if you start to imagine this life where you have an hour to yourself, what would you like to achieve in that hour? What feelings do you want to create and honor those sensations and those feelings? Life will be so much more amazing when you begin to find your own flow and things will begin to fall into place more effortlessly. You're going to have more enjoyment. Everything you need to do, you're going to be able to do more efficiently. So, I really, really hope that you can feel the vibe, the excitement, the encouragement to go out there and figure yourself out, get to know what limitations you have, get to know how your body responds, really love and honor and really connect to your body in a loving way. Thank the beautiful heart for pumping all of that blood and keeping you alive every single day. Thank your ears for being able to hear this and really go out there and figure out what makes you feel alive and honor yourself. Know who you are and then begin to create a beautiful habit of self-care, a beautiful habit of really topping yourself up so that every single time, or at least most of the time when you show up to life, you mean it. You're being genuine. You're feeling nourished. You're feeling motivated and inspired. So on that note, my dear friends, 
I leave you hopefully energized to go out there and have an incredible day or evening wherever you are. And as always, thank you so much for reaching out, for your comments, for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Thanks so much. The information provided in this podcast and the opinions expressed by Kali Alfaro and all guests are simply generic. They do not take any personal cases into consideration. They should not be treated as any type of substitute for psychological, medical or health conditions. This podcast is not intended to replace diagnose or treat any health condition all information provided is simply for general well-being and does not take any individual cases into consideration. Kali Alfaro takes no responsibility for any symptoms or consequences expressed as a direct or indirect result of this podcast. Thanks so much for listening.